Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You have made it to the end of the work week, the hallowed ground of Friday night, and another mini-episode of The Working Experience. It's Friday, mofos. Enjoy. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on the... And clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? And HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> They're moving in a different direction. And after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Who ate my Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was no. living his Sexual toenails at his desk. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Working Experience Podcast. This is Matty K. And John, and it's Friday, mofos. Friday, everybody. Time to get ready for get the weekend. A, get out there. I tuned up my lawnmower yesterday, gearing up for the weekend. Yeah, let's not sugarcoat it. You hire people to uh, mow your lawn, so... Well, I, I, I just thought that would sound good for the podcast, but in reality, in yeah, truth, yeah. you're right. I, I do hire people. That's, uh, that's become a big industry. There's, uh, I don't, I can't, I mean, I mow my lawn, my neighbor across the street does. I don't know, there's few in, uh, my, my neighbor in back who I just met, seems like a good guy. He's, he's got a pretty big yard and. He said he tried to mow it a couple of times, but it's really big, and you could tell he was a little embarrassed because he was, uh, you know. Well, I mean, my I'm on an acre, and it's hilly. It's it's just really a pain in the ass. I do other stuff though, like I'll I'll put the mulch down. Like I'm not adverse to yard work. It's just I won't. I just won't cut the lawn. The American way is to hire people to do jobs that we just don't want to do. Exactly. That's why if that exactly. if that wall ever went up, and we could oh we'd be we'd be in tr- I I would be in trouble. You know what would happen? I'd have to I'd have to go out and get a lawnmower. No, the the wall goes up, right? Illegal immigration stops, and everybody's lawns are three feet high because mm-hmm. Americans are standing out there with no comprehension as to how the lawn gets mowed. They have no idea. They, they thought yeah. it was magic. I, I Personally, I would walk out with a pair of scissors <laughs> yeah. and just begin clipping. I'd be like, God, it's going to take me all day. Yeah. I mean, the restaurant industry would collapse. There'd, there'd be no one to work in the restaurants. I remember Anthony Bourdain saying he wanted, like, uh, he said, give me someone from Ecuador who wants to work hard and make money for his family. Like, I don't want somebody from some culinary institute who wants to tell me about... Oh, yeah. Because they'll they'll follow instructions. They work hard. And you, brilliant. I mean, I've I've hired um, guys just locally. I just, you just, there's an area in Huntington where you go, you pick them up, and they come. I can't speak a link of English. And I think I've said this before on the podcast. They work like nobody's business. They make me... They work me under the table, and they don't even break a sweat. Yeah, and of course, we're sounding very condescending and patronizing right now. <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm, it, no it's I not. It's saying. not. 
You know, it's not condescending and patron. I mean, it is. And these guys work hard. They're here. They live in a house with a bunch of other guys, and they send money back to their families in, you know, Ecuador, in Panama, Nicaragua, a lot of Central America. Hey, listen, my, my hat's off to them. Well, and you know what, too? It's like it's, it's one thing where, and, and you know, I, I pay them a really good uh, day rate. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, there's all this stuff where, like, you know, they don't get any medical and all that stuff. But, like, they're appreciative of the fact I feed, you know, I feed them breakfast, I feed them lunch. Um, and if I were to do that work myself, they, would, they, would, they wouldn't get that money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, so it's. Well, his point was more like, you know, I remember when I worked in the film industry, sometimes you would have a, a kid there who had graduated from NYU and, you know, he was a PA and he wanted to tell you all about his thesis project. And it's like, OK, we need you to set up lunch. Like, that's right. What, that's your get, job. Get the coffee. Right. Where's the sugar? Not interested in your... I'm sure your thesis we project... We care less. Well, I'm sure it's brilliant. I'm sure it's Orson Welles-esque, and uh, you're the right. next Francis Ford Coppola. But right now, that garbage needs to be emptied, so... Yeah. My friend, you just flushed down a quarter of a million dollars on your little NYU degree. <laughs> well, and Anthony Bourdain's point was like, look, I know this guy's going to show up on time. I need him to chop up 10 pounds of carrots. That's your job right now. I need you to, you know, get the prep work done. Like, I don't want to hear about after maybe a year when you show up on time and you work 12 hour shifts, then I'll hear about your little culinary experiments. But, you know, it's, I guess it's the same everywhere. You need people to do the scut work and, you know, it's important. Well, let's let's get on. Let's get back on track here on well, this Friday. Right, right. Well, obviously the weekends are freed up for a lot of people because they're not mowing their own lawns. Because God forbid we do that. The other thing we're, you all, can do, we're all going to the beaches and lakes with our inflatables. Oh, there's a lake that we go to in New Hampshire. They have these inflatable like swans and things like that that you can rent i guess for a couple or you can buy them and uh, we were there one time and there must have been like 12 kids all trying to get on the one swan and i just remember it was so much fun like jumping off those things flipping each other over holding each other underwater but people come to the beach nowadays look like they look like they're going to stay for a week they have tents and coolers oh i i love going to these beach towns or the or the you know the uh lake towns mountain towns and i go into the the local store the general store and i ask what's the biggest inflatable you carry i'll take five of those <laughs> right exactly so you have like a, a flotilla of your family <laughs> out there it's like an armada I remember <laughs> yes. years, many years ago, I drove out to, I, no, I went out to California, and uh, a friend of mine had rented a campsite at Big Sur, which I'd read about Big Sur, I'd heard about it, I didn't realize that that place is jammed during the summer, like it is a Jam- I've been there during the summer, I've been there in July, it's on, jammed. I think I was there in July, either July or August, and I, I was like, oh my god. So, you know, he had miraculously been able to wrangle a campsite. So I show up to find him. Now, this is in the days before cell phones, right? 
I fly to California. I guess I landed in L.A., you know, drove around for a few days. And then he had just, we had talked the day before I left. He said, this is the number of the campsite. This is where it is. And we met. We actually found each other. No cell phones, anything like that. But I remember, I finally figured out which campsite it was and whatever. And I'm driving in, and I was driving over this bridge uh, over a river. And I looked down into the river, and the river is choked with overweight Americans all on inflatables trying to float down <laughs> this river. And they're so... I like the, the visual image of the river being choked it, with fatties. It, 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 it had reached a point where there were so many of them, they couldn't move anymore. <laughs> and everybody was <laughs> jammed. And the river keeps flowing. So there's people flipping over. This whole thing had reached a bottleneck. And I was looking at it like, Wow, that's people's. It must be. This is. I, I, I love it when the inflatable can barely handle the human <laughs> body on top of it. It's just barely above water, and you're like, oh, this guy's, this guy or girl is going to sink. It almost looks like a miracle because you can't see the inflatable. Yes. You know, it looks like they're just floating. They're, they're, they're floating on water, they're it's levitating suspended. above the water. Yeah. Well, this lake also rents kayaks and canoes and paddle boats, which make for a lot of comedy. Because sometimes, I don't know how you don't know how to use a canoe, but there are some people who don't know how to do it. And they end up going in circles. They can't get out of it. They, they pull it up onto the beach and somebody's falling out of it. It just turns into a comedy routine. It's amazing. I, I remember we were, we were at Atlantis in the Bahamas. And I was ahead of this guy in line. He was, he's a big guy, Matt. He was probably touching 400 pounds. Was this Fat Tony? And, no, this wasn't Fat Tony. <laughs> That's and another one. <laughs> he, he's he's going to go down the slide. And, there, you know, there's a guy from the resort there. And it, was, it was a big slide. Like, it's a fairly big slide. And the guy looks at him. He goes, no. And the guy, the guy goes, what do you mean no? He goes, you can't go down. Not safe. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, I'm going down. He's like, no, no, no. Trust me. You're, he was basically saying, like, the guy's too big and he's going to, like, skip off. the. There wasn't enough runway at the bottom for him to handle it. Right. So he's getting into an argument. The guy doesn't listen to him and just gets on the slide and goes. So then all everybody up top kind of leans over to see what's going to happen <laughs> with this guy. Matt, this guy almost ran out of pool so you slide you know you slide down you come down and like when i'm coming off the slide i'm probably going like maybe 30 40 miles an hour like you're going pretty fast yeah and there's probably about 15 feet of pool maybe 20 feet of pool he almost hit concrete at the (laughs) edge of the pool just this massive slap and the guy looks at me and goes see i told him <laughs> and I'm sure if the guy had gotten hurt, he would have sued the water. Oh, farm. absolutely! Oh, absolutely! Would have, would have been a big lawsuit. So he was so big that his momentum built up so much on the slide down. Is that what? Yeah, you, there. When I went up after this, I noticed there was a sign that there was a, there was a weight limit of 300 pounds, oh. like 155 kilos, whatever it was with kilos. I forget what it was, but. Uh. Yeah, no, there was a weight limit because the the heavier you are, the faster that you'll go and, and it being unsafe. 
I thought you meant at first he was going to get stuck in it, and all the water would be. No, touching. there was a there was another slide. I wonder if you went on the opposing side. There was another slide where he could have very well have gotten stuck. Oh my god! You know, look whatever way you want to look. I don't care, but there are consequences. <laughs> to being four. Oh, there pounds. are con- there's always consequences in life. Well, so folks, um, when you're getting out there this weekend, get yourself a fun inflatable because those things. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you just get me on one of those rings. I can float around. There was this woman. We used to go to this pool near us here. There was a, an athletic. It was part of a hotel, a Hyatt hotel, and they closed the athletic center. So. I don't know, the outdoor pool's not in use, but we used to be able to use it as part of our membership, and there was this woman who would go there, and she wasn't really over, she was a little bit overweight, but she would get into the pool on one of those inflatable things, and she wore this makeup, you know um, when uh, Heath Ledger played the Joker? Yes. She kind of looked like that. It was bizarre. It was all this like very bright green eye shade, oh, and and Jesus. yeah, she she looked like a bit of a lunatic, and she would just float in the pool. She would just get in in this inflatable ring and just float, and just. I, sit I think there. I think the in, the the inflatable is just a great American thing. You're basically <laughs> saying like, I'm not going to swim. No, I I'm can't not going to exert. Bothered. Any no. effort in the water, no. I'm going to. I'm literally going to take my couch or my lazy boy yep. and take it with me in the water, so I have to exert zero energy. Well, have you seen? And I'm some just going to float. They, they have drink holders in them. Oh yeah, they're massive. They're oh, like, I know it. They're the size of like a, a king sized mattress with a, a backrest. Oh yes, and, and usually yeah. it's some whale floating on it out there, just <laughs> having the time of his life. Because what's what's better than just a normal inflatable, but an inflatable with a cup holder for your brewski? And I need a I need a backrest. I need uh, yeah, I need all that stuff. I'm not going to be uncomfortable on vacation. What are we having? A- yeah, no. I thought uh, were, yeah, definitely. I thought you were having a technical difficulty over there. No, no, I'm good. Oh, good. All right, folks. Well, um, enjoy the weekend. Remember to slather on the, uh, the the sunscreen. Get your floaties on. If you're going to the Cape, you're probably going to have to swim in the pool because there have been many shark sightings down there. A lot of great whites floating around. But I, I think they have shark watchers who will blow a whistle in case one gets too close to you. I think you're safe in your inflatable, though. <laughs> the, the, the sharks are are afraid of inflatables. They don't want to eat the inflatable, no. Uh, all right, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. All right, thanks, everyone, for listening, and please subscribe and share with family and friends on social media. Thanks. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media and the Still Believe app, the only app that delivers video proof of the Tooth Fairy and Santa by simply taking a picture. Download the app at stillbelieve.co today and amaze your kids. And if you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.